First real big weekend of college football in the books then and the player that I wanted to watch the most this weekend was Anthony Richardson. Last year he threw 60 odd passes for Florida, only completed 30 odd and yet he was getting talked up in the first round in a lot of mock drafts. You know, people like Mel Kuyper had put him in his top 25 list with predicting he was going to go in the first round. And, you know, I kept thinking, what is he hearing from the NFL to put this guy who has thrown so few passes in, in college football and had six touchdowns and five interceptions? How can you project somebody like that to the first round? There must be some buzz around the league about this guy, which is making Mel Kuyper put him in his top 25. And Mel Kuyper's very plugged in. He speaks to people in the league and there's obviously some talk that this guy is the real deal. So I wanted to watch him. You know, Billy and AP has gone there, good coach, and has brought in a very much a pro-style offense. You could see it against Utah. There was a lot of motion, shifting, play action. It looked like a very modern 2022 NFL offense. I wanted to see what this guy had. And the answer is, you have to say, based on one game at the start of this season, he has everything. He's incredibly explosive. The number of times that you know he would read the defense, would know what kind of coverages they were going into, and he would know when the opportunities that were there to take off and run. He had a fantastic 45-yard scramble where he just sort of moved, progressed away from the Utah defensive line, sprinted downfield, dodged a tackle to get into the end zone, scored a fantastic touchdown. Added two more touchdowns, that little uh, read option stuff in, in the red zone as well. Um, but then as a passer, he's got a great arm. He was throwing it with real velocity over the middle. You know, I do want to see him take it off, take a little bit off those throws sometimes and throw with a little bit more touch. But can he drive the ball downfield? Yes. Can he fit the ball into tight windows? Yes. Was he throwing with anticipation? Yes, he was, even when he was throwing bullets. And he, he managed the game very, very well. Didn't take many risks. Didn't throw many passes that could be picked off. There was just one pass with about 5.18 to go in the third quarter where he misread it and, and didn't see the open receiver in a crossing route. He tried to scramble and scramble into pressure. And then once the pressure was there, he really just needed to throw that ball out of bounds. And instead he tried to play hero ball, throw it downfield. There was a dropped interception. But that was really it. That was the only real risk that he took. So we're talking about um, you know, a six foot four, 230 odd pounds quarterback who can probably run in the four fours. It's not just that he runs fast in a straight line either. He's very good at evading tackles and extending plays. There was this two-point conversion, which was critical at the end of the game because Florida score, that, that two-point conversion gives them a three-point lead. If he doesn't get that, Utah marched down the field, kick a field goal, win that game. And they go back to Utah with the victory. He spins away from a tackle. He looked bang to right. Spins away from the tackle like lightning, just flicks away from it. Extends the play, throws it to an open receiver at the back right corner of the end zone. Superb. Just absolute magical quarterbacking. The kind of thing that gets you out of your seat, gets you excited. And we'll be getting NFL teams excited and... Look, he just elevated and lifted that team. You could see the way his teammates responded to him after that play. And generally, his demeanor on the sideline was good. And, you know, they won the game because of him. 
they won the game because of him. They ran the ball well and they had some key defensive plays. And obviously it's an SEC team, Florida. They're going to have some great athletes on defense. But they won because he managed that game properly. And it was a fantastic game. You know, it ebbed and flowed, had a bit of everything, hard-nosed running, great explosive passing play, two good quarterbacks were playing well, big defensive plays. It was a superb game. Ended with an interception right at the end, Florida getting the win. But I was incredibly impressed with Anthony Richardson. And look, it's one game. But I remember watching Joe Burrow after one game in his big year, which, which took him to number one overall. And he kind of thought, something interesting there. You know, he's got something about him. And then I can remember watching Zach Wilson for BYU and watching one game. I, was, I can remember it like it was yesterday, just sort of watching the, the, the game condensed on my phone while I was at a taekwondo lesson for my son. And I'm watching this guy thinking, who is this guy? Never heard of this quarterback. Who is he? He's got something special. And he ended up going number two overall. Obviously, Joe Burrow was number one overall. I'm not saying that Anthony Richardson's going to go first or second overall, but he just ticks every single box in terms of his mental processing and understanding today to manage that offense with only that one blip. And Billy Napier got in his ear about it afterwards, but he handled the play action, but just very calmly gets into play action, sets, looks around, distributes the football. In all that motion and shifting, it can be complicated. There was a couple of times where you could see the running back wasn't in the right protection. He goes and sorts him out, goes and speaks to the running back, get in this position here, you're in the wrong area. I just love that. He just seemed in complete control of the offense. He looked like he prepared very well and he looked like he was able to execute as a consequence of that. I just really enjoyed watching him play. And look, I can't wait till next week because next week, Florida against Kentucky. Anthony Richardson against Will Levis. That's the kind of matchup that Seahawks fans are going to want to watch and, and keep an eye on because that is two top, top quarterback prospects facing off next week in college football. Cannot wait to watch that game. I don't know if I'm going to be able to watch it or not. I don't know. They've not put the TV listings out for the UK yet, but I sincerely hope that that's going to be on the TV so that when I get back from a long old drive, because I'm going to be broadcasting next Saturday and it's like a six, seven hour drive home from the game I'm going to be covering. But I'm going to come home, probably be shattered and sit down and watch Anthony Richardson and Will Levis. But that was a really good start from him. And listen, you know, what does Pete Carroll want? He wants a point guard. But he doesn't just want a game manager. He wants somebody who's not going to turn the ball over. Yes. He wants somebody who can run the offense. Yes. But he also wants explosive plays, downfield shots, people who can make plays on the run. He wants a bit of everything. And Anthony Richardson showed today that he has got a bit of everything. So he is firmly on the first round radar on our quarterback watch list for next year. And if he keeps this up, now he's got Kentucky next week. He's got a three-game stretch where I think he plays LSU, Georgia and Texas A&M in back-to-back-to-back weeks. Doesn't play Alabama unless they get to the SEC Championship. So you know, he has got some tough games coming up. If he keeps this up and he can stay consistent, and he can keep progressing as the season goes on, he has got a very, very good chance to be a very, very high pick in the NFL draft. But it's only one game, but a very good start from Anthony Richardson. Go and check out his performance. I've got a whole write-up on silksdraftlog.com about him. Every single week, I'm going to be doing a little review of all of the quarterbacks, how they got on. I'm just about to go and watch Notre Dame against Ohio State, so I watched the Florida game instead. I'm going to go and watch that now. Go and check out CJ Stroud and some other talented players in the Notre Dame uh, team. 
particular linebacker and a tight end that I'm going to be watching in that one. Um, but head over to SeahawksDraftBlog.com. The notes will be there, and this is going to be a big season for us, as it is a big season for the Seahawks. Big draft season. Stay there every step of the way. Subscribe to the channel. I'm going to have thoughts like this on a whole bunch of players, but with a focus on the quarterbacks throughout the college football season. Don't forget to like the video. Don't forget to spread the word. Until next time, bye for now.